Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross app. It is April 11th, 2021. It is WrestleMania night two, and this is Fightful.com, FightfulWrestling.com, and this is our post-show podcast. Uh, we're, we're doing podcasts every single day uh, throughout the week now. One of those shows is our Tuesday post-NXT show with Alex Pawlowski. Uh, he has a very, very popular solo show on FightfulSelect.com, our premium service, in which he, uh, in sour fashion, <laughs> reviews Raw and SmackDown. NXT, much better show. He'll be reviewing that solo for free on Fightful.com, YouTube.com slash Fightful every Tuesday, starting this Tuesday. Alex, how you doing? Uh, not as good as I was yesterday. Yeah. This this was the WrestleMania I feared we might get, as opposed to yeah. yesterday, which was beyond my wildest dreams. So you take the good with the bad, I suppose. Yeah. It's it's a very first world problems yes, night. Sure, it sure is because last night was so good, and we got Robert D. Felice. He uh, does a ton of writing here at Fightful, but he is also with me every Wednesday night, ten ten p.m. Eastern, for the post AEW show. Alex will sometimes be joining that as well. Robert, how yeah. you doing? Doing pretty good. I think they got their nights mixed up. I think night one was supposed to finish, but here we are. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it indeed. Guys, we got plenty of stuff that you guys can support. Namely, the new Fightful magazine. Huh. Look at that. Oh, over the other way, Robert. Fightfulmag.com. Our first edition is a digital edition. We have uh, a story from Alex, a dream match between Cena and McGregor. We have an archived interview with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, a story about an LJN that cost thousands of dollars. We've got stuff from Molly Bell, Taylor Hendricks, myself, 
Brandon Howard. Check it out, FightfulMag.com. It will be available in physical form moving forward. We've got Showdown Joe Ferraro, which some of you may remember from Fightful MMA, talking about his friendship with George St. Pierre. There's so much good stuff in here. Make sure you guys check it out. Joe Holbert does some incredible stuff as well. But let's go ahead and get into the show. If you're watching on YouTube.com slash Fightful, please leave a thumbs up. I cannot stress to you how important that is. That lets YouTube know that you like what you're watching. And if you like what you're watching, donate a super chat, get those questions or statements in, and they will be read as we get to them. There was some there was some letdown tonight, but also there's some positive that I can take from tonight. This is the first year that I can remember. I'd have to go back and look that WWE has not relied on part-timers. They had Bad Bunny, the celebrity, and that was a big draw. There was no Becky Lynch. There was no Brock Lesnar. There was no Bill Goldberg, Triple H, Undertaker, or Becky Lynch. Uh, now, Becky Lynch, I, I refer to in that group because, you know, who, know, who knows what schedule she'll be, at, be, back, be on when or if she comes back. But um, we're going to start off with the host's of this show, Titus O'Neil and Hulk Hogan. And uh, boy, Alex, do you think they're going to think twice about using Hulk Hogan in front of crowds again? No. <laughs> no. They're, they're going to do Legends Night again sometime in May, and he'll be front and center of the promos for that. And then all he'll do is like pick up his cell phone and talk. It's the H phone. And make a call. Remember that? Remember that? How yes. that, that sucked? Well, tonight sucked even worse. I don't need his eyes. Hulk Hogan, uh, I, I, I was apparently I've been yelled at by people. Um, did so much for the wrestling business. Who cares if he said the N word one time? Okay, listen, he's just he's a he's a he's a leathery dirtbag. In my 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 opinion, and I don't I don't see him on my TV anymore because I don't like the guy. And apparently, most of the audience on the shows tonight agrees with me. Like he's he brought everything down. Titus was trying so hard to make those segments work. What what they wow. should have done instead of what they did, Robert, is Hulk Hogan should have literally went and fucked off with Eric Bischoff and Bailey said, "I guess I'm hosting this show with you now, Titus," and people would have loved it and it would yeah. have been very funny. JJ says <sighs> Hogan used the hard R. Yes, he did. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, the only thing worse was they're trying to do pirate puns and when Hogan said something like scallywags or something oh, and <laughs> go ahead sorry Titus goes oh you can't just be calling people scallywags like that out in public oh you're not gonna make me walk the plank are you wow good I think the lesson that Hogan learned is you can't be calling people scallywags when there's a camera around yeah, like you right. just can't be doing that <laughs> no this is this is those damn cameras that, that's the problem. The cameras. It's, it's those damn cameras. I'll say this. Eric Bischoff is still a really good TV performer. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy him on there. Uh, but we got our first match, and uh, we, we have some some nice super chats that came rolling in. Uh, Carlos Easy says, oh, my homies hate Hulk Hogan. Uh, <laughs> Bob Green says, good morning again from the UK. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, Bob. I really appreciate that. And uh, somebody, uh, J.K. Schwal says, SRS looking dapper in blue. I really appreciate that. CJ Dar says, what surprises do you think we'll see this week? I'm done predicting what surprises we'll see, Robert. 
Yeah, I think we just got to let it play out. They did whatever they were going to do in front of people. I think that's the important thing. That aspect is gone. Whatever they wanted to do, they've got it done. I mean, Alex, if if a Becky Lynch pops up on Raw, this is the reaction it gets in the Thunderdome. Yeah. That's the thing. Becky Lynch, if she was available, uh, that's somebody you put on uh, WrestleMania. Exactly. You know what I mean? Uh, Lesnar, for example, people were predicting. That's somebody I think you bring out in front of a live crowd. I think this is just You know not... who you don't bring out in front of a live crowd? Daba Kato. Well, well, you will. It's not, actually, that's not him. That guy doesn't exist. That, that's a different guy. Totally different guy. Looks the same. They put a different jacket on him. Different guy. Um, what I'm saying is um, there, I think that Vince has kind of fallen in love with the idea of telling us what we think about stuff. Because those piped-in cheers have just gotten more and more invasive in the Thunderdome stuff. And he gets to tell us who to cheer and who to boo and when to chant things that we wouldn't normally chant. Like, like it's such a weird thing for them to, during Thunderdome shows, to pipe in a this-is-awesome chant, which is should be kind of like an, a spontaneous thing decided by the fans in attendance, as opposed to you, the people who are running the show. But I think they like that, being able to decide what we think for us. So maybe they're going to they're going to bring returns and debuts when they can tell us who we cheer and who we boo. Yeah, and for the most part, the reactions happened the way that they wanted it to. I mean, yeah, I think so. And and we'll we'll talk about that uh as as the show goes on, of course. Um we had uh Darren saying, did they pipe in noise to cover the boost for Hogan? Seemed very, very much so. It did seem so, but he every time he took to the mic, they booed him. They mm-hmm. booed him. And Ultra Real says Bailey should have hosted Mania. Hogan ain't it, fam. It really just would have been better if they said Bailey mm-hmm. and Titus O'Neil are hosting. Mm-hmm. That even at better. this point, even if you take out the controversial stuff, Hogan's just not good. He comes across like grandpa still trying to be cool and it just doesn't work it really doesn't the thing that i that i thought they should have been done a long time ago on smackdown is made bailey and billy an act i think that would have been great and you could have had your very own brit and 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 reba from from aew because i think i think billy would have would have punched up all of bailey's comedy and bailey could be perpetually annoyed by billy k i think them co-hosting together but billy's not allowed to because bailey actually hates her that could be a lot of fun there's a lot of things they could have done besides Hulk Hogan again. B. Barber says, do you think the match order brought down the energy of the show, women's tag match and Orton Fiend? I still don't know what a Nigerian drum match is. I thought the booking did. They, they put matches that we've seen a hundred times on there. They put a match that we didn't care to see on there. And then they put a wet fart of an angle on there. Tonight was the night that the build and their booking caught up to them. This was the night. Because last night, first night, they got they got past it. I, how many people I saw on Twitter say, wow, well, I mean, the the bill, I saw one person say the build to Sasha Banks and Bianca was fine. No, it wasn't. But they no. made you think it was fine based on that video because there was no can they coexist. There was no Reginald. There was none of that horse shit. It was two really good superstars. Uh, and tonight it caught up to them. And uh, it caught up to them in the very first match. Rafael Garcia says, am I wrong in having hope that after night one of Mania and NXT stand and deliver, WWE is going to try to improve content after this point? Yeah, I think yeah. tonight proved that, pal. Yeah, I think tonight proved it that they 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 don't have to. What we saw out of Fiend and Randy Orton 
it really it took a lot of hope from me. Alex, anything on that? Uh yeah. I mean, <laughs> the thing about it is um, that I I honestly believe that the the people uh, who are involved in this have a lot of great ideas that keep getting shot down. Yes, and then do. what? And then what you get is this. Like, oh no, you we, we love the burned fiend look. That's great. I love that idea. Oh, it's kind of cool. We'll make we'll make Alexa Bliss like extra spooky. That's cool. But let's do everything else bad. Yeah. Like, and it, so so all the stuff absent any context around it is really interesting and might with good creative be something to really to, to sink your teeth into. But with this creative, it's just bad and goofy. And that's not good. When you're trying to be scary and you get goofy, that's not good. Guys, reminder, get your super chats in. Colt Badeau did. It gets your question or statement right on the air. We are the most interactive post show out there in that regard. Colt says, no surprise returns. Weird saving them for Raw. Night 2 felt like a fancy Raw. I would say it felt like a, a B pay-per-view. Mm, yeah. And I don't think they're saving returns for Raw, Alex. I I, I don't know why you, you would save them. Like, they're, find the angle to use them to, uh, tonight or, or last night. And get the get the uh, the live crowd hyped for it. Um, it's, it'd be weird to do it to do a return of the Thunderdome. Just really weird. Yeah, uh, and I'm not excited for the Thunderdome at all, uh, at all. Podcast Wiz asks what we should go out of our way to see uh, the main event. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's. I it mean, for me, Kevin and Sammy was a pretty hot like seven minutes. You know what I mean? Like. The 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 end of that and that awesome stunner, which we will we will get to. But I would say uh, Sheamus and Riddle had a good one. They did, but, uh, you, but you'll I've see seen it again. on Raw. You'll yeah, see it tomorrow on Raw. We'll see, we'll see it tomorrow for the rematch too. Yeah, you'll see it on on the pape coming up. Gregory Nelson says, "Thank you for all your coverage this past week. Solid Mania weekend that it was." Norm says, "Enjoyed SRS on WrestleMyBritishGranny.com." Enjoyed night one more, but the triple threat, triple threat did hump. Promo code Fightful. Uh, I Am Lucha says, It's like last night was fueled by Blue Chew, and tonight was Blue Balls. Thanks for SRS hanging out with us. Hey, I hang out with you guys every single Monday and Friday on uh, Fightful Select, as well as every pay-per-view. I'm in there doing a, a live chat. And Anakin says, WrestleMania was like night, TakeOver Night 2, failed to reach the awesomeness of my, Night 1. Well, let's talk about part of that. Let's go ahead and get into the matches. Randy Orton defeated The Fiend. Now, Randy Orton comes out. He's got some beautiful white gear on. And Alexa Bliss looked badass for a while. Yeah. And then The Fiend respawns, and he's no longer the Yeti Fiend. He is the OG Fiend. And this is a really good-paced match for The Fiend especially. I was like, wow, this is great. And then on top of this jack-in-the-box from the entrance, Alexa Bliss is just sitting up there. And the fiend looks at her, gets RKO'd and pinned. Yeah. Oh. Well, okay. There was people in the venue were messaging me, what's going on? What's happening? It's Phil real to me, says Fiend and Orton booked off of him being set on fire for him to heal on the way to the ring was lame. King Mama says the revamped uh, fiend gear, a live crowd, and a really cool entrance had me excited again for the character, and a disappointment is what followed. Anthony Velazquez says, I'm so confused. Did Alexa turn on the Fiend? 
Then we got somebody saying, I hope they try to explain this fiend nonsense tomorrow. Sister Abigail lost his powers. It was Bo Dallas, not the fiend. I need answers. Rob Reed, six months to a normal build between Orton and the fiend to end what was a distraction roll-up effectively. And then Anakin JMT says $2 for two minutes ranting about the fiend for Alex. Well, Alex, I bunched up those super chats because it it all goes together. It's all one big circle. This was so, oh, and this is what we, of all the bad builds, I thought this one was going to have something more. Yeah. Um, They did the whole burned fiend look for like two appearances. And then they, they went back to, to, it's a, it's a different mask than the one he was wearing before he got burned. Like it's, it's more stylized and angular. I actually like it. Um, but now Bliss comes out with like this weird silver around her eyes and some darker eyes are like white contacts. It's a, a version of the baby Bliss that they're doing where she's like six years old. Then when she comes up, she's a full on like dark mistress of, of the underworld. Like she's, she's wearing this crown and bleeding the black liquid that, that Orton coughed up. Um, that's a really amazing visual. Yes. But it is based currently what we know of in nothing. Is she Sister Abigail? Why does she beckon for the fiend to come to her? And then he does, only for him to get RKO'd and look at her like, why did you distract me? And she just sits there and the lights go out and then nothing. Like, like it what the only thing I can think of is they're trying to do a thing where, like, hey, you thought the fiend was in control this whole time. No, 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 no. It's been Alexa Bliss, but she's not Alexa Bliss anymore. Now she's Sister Abigail for real this time. And and she's been in control and she's the one in charge. And now the feed follows her every whim. And they're going to have to do a lot to really explain why all that had to happen. All of that storytelling within this match that led to the fiend, Bray Wyatt, losing again to, to Randy Orton at WrestleMania in a bad match. With a bad finish. We have a bunch of more super chats. Matt McClure says, so is that Sister Abigail? I would be inclined to think so, but I am not inclined to believe that WWE will tell us or have any fruitful story to emerge from this. Daniel R. says, why no Firefly Funhouse? Robert, it seems like that would have been a whole Mm. lot better than what they did, and it would have been smarter to do that. They should have not advertised the night for this. Yeah, They, They should have a cinematic match queued up in the event that there's a rain out in the future. That would have been great. I think they bet everything on, you don't need cinematic matches. The fans are the gimmick because it's been a year. And I was looking forward to Husky Harris. I was looking forward to the OVW video that Jim Cornette has, where Randy Orton absolutely says he hates wrestling and doesn't even like it. I was looking forward to so much Randy Pen- Orton. Penis handshake, shitting in people's bags. Like- I was, Amy Weather should have shit in his bag. Like that could have happened. Yes. But, you know, about a, a, about a month ago, during one of those weird segments they do on Raw, when, remember when Randy like saw his evil self? talking to him through a TV and says, this isn't going to, this isn't going to end the way you think it is. You will come face to face with everything you've ever done. I think at that point they were betting that they were that uh, Bray and Randy and Alexa 
were betting they were going to get a Firefly Funhouse match. And Vince along the way said, nah, pal, we're going to do this in front of fans. Just have a good old-fashioned Greco-Roman grappling match. And, I mean, my God, they did House of Horrors where it started out cinematic and went in front of the crowd. I've got corrected. A jack-in-the-box-like structure. (laughs) And that was stressed to me. Got to make make sure it's right. Raul Ortega says, I'm officially over the fiend. Buddy, I was over the fiend in Saudi Arabia uh, 14 months ago. They like Bray has done his damnedest to try to try and salvage this because he spent so long creating this whole thing, and every step of the way they've they've handicapped it and hamstrung it, and I don't know how you salvage it at this point unless you can do something really great with Alexa Bliss as Mistress of the Dark Arts. So I, I interview EC3 every three four months it seems like, and obviously when he left WWE. He got super over. You look back at the stuff he did with Daniel Bryan in WWE, it was very funny. He came to NXT, WWE, they did nothing with him, and he's doing his narrative thing now. Whether it's for you or not, doesn't matter, but he said he was about to pitch that to WWE, and then he watched The Fiend lose to Goldberg in Saudi Arabia. And he says, well, what if it does take off? What will they do with it? Nothing. They won't do anything. Uh, I don't Brandon understand Char- why they do this to Bray Wyatt, though. Bray Wyatt is their own creation. Yeah, We always yeah. hear, like, oh, well, listen, Sting, sure, you can beat up Sting because that's not our guy. Bray Wyatt is their own creation, and they just don't care to tell any good stories. Uh, Roger brings up a great point. I enjoyed Fiend doing the Brody Lee tribute. That was you the should. highlight of the match for me. I like that a lot, yeah. And Matt says, I still don't understand what Fiend wants at WrestleMania. I mean, yeah, but we also have seen, you know, a dead man and his burned brother sure. yeah. fight uh, in fire. I've I I said when he when he was first showing up, the fiend. I said the fiend shouldn't care. Yeah. Bray Wyatt should care desperately about becoming the champion, and he maintains the whole time the fiend is somebody else, and he can he can like change into the fiend when he needs to. Like it's some like if you're gonna do. Spook, not even spooky, but like supernatural and like like science fictiony type horror. Then go all the way with it. When somebody just winks out of existence, like you got to explain where when they come back, where they've been this whole time. You know. Yep. Uh, John says second year in a row night two night one is better than night two. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Uh, Dante says for as bad as the storyline has been, you got to give Alexa credit for committing to the bit. She She's sure been has. great. All three of them deserve better, though. Yeah, that that image was goofy. Like you could see, like wh- that you could just tell, like some apparatus was doing this as it pumped out. I was like, oh man, <sighs> it's like when somebody vomits, they fake vomit and they do the sleeve bit where it's shooting out of their sleeve. It was rough. Matthew says, "Bold move, have Fiend lose the opening match due to a distraction and one finisher set the tone for the night." Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And Brandon Charles Powell says, felt like Randy hit the RKO, got the pin, and got the hell out of there. Like, get me out of this freaking feud. As if. Should. I hope they do. He needs to be done. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they if they used him vanquishing the terrible fiend to, like, turn him somehow, like, like you know, Orton's version of Babyface. And we get an Orton versus Lashley thing down the line this spring and summer. Uh, we have a super chat. Uh, by the way, Bryant says, where's Funhouse Bray Ben? He well, burned alive, he, too. He burned alive. The, the Fiend is th- this. I mean, I again, we have to assume this. 
we assume that Alexa conjured up the spirit of the demon fiend, not Bray Wyatt, the, the Mr. Rogers guy. Yeah. Caleb says, or Cable says, do you think there's any shot of Bray ever leaving WWE? Uh, if, if he would have to come up with something very innovative of his own. Like there would have to be something fiendish that he owns because mm-hmm. he doesn't own Bray Wyatt. He doesn't own the fiend. Yep. And I don't know if there's a big appetite for him just not doing anything. And Maddie B says, wish WWE did not hate Bray. He's better than that. They're going to they- tell you left and right that this is long-term storytelling. And what they'll do is in two months at Extreme Rules, they'll have Bliss realign with Strowman and tell you, see, we had it planned for the last year. And no, they didn't. They just yep. don't know what they're doing and wanted Randy Orton to win with an RKO. Oh, that's the truth. That's the truth. Matt says, when does Ryan Cabrera get written into the storyline? That would have been funny in Firefly Funhouse. Yeah. Like him doing something. Mm-hmm. Nerd Guru says the entire show both days lacked surprises. And if it's because they wanted to repay all the people who worked uh, during COVID, then I understand. Well, they didn't. because They didn't. A whole lot Bailey wasn't on the card. Andrade's gone. Angel Garza's on main event. And Zelina's gone. Yep. There you go. John says, after tonight, how do we get behind Bray? You don't. Well, no, they, they, they've blown their shot with that, certainly. We have some uh, some pretty, uh, I don't want to say vague super chats, but some some nondescript ones. TMK said main, main event match of the, or main event was match of the night, but Bunny's match was the match of the weekend. I can see how some people uh, would tune in and, and like that more. Jose Flores says, my sister showed up today to watch. We skipped this and got them to watch the Bad Bunny match. I'm happy with my choice. Yeah, I yeah. mean... Yeah, there's there's a lot of good there in that. Eloquent says, how many times can WWE ruin the Fiend? He even falls for distractions. I would do about 5 to 10% as many distractions as they do. Because they're making overall, everybody. Yeah. They're making people look real stupid. Uh, Frankie Aguilera says, what a tale of two nights. Jeremy and Joe must be in shambles. Oh, yeah, guys. You're going to want to watch the distraction on Thursday. Uh, I fully believe Jeremy didn't work tonight because he wanted to save the bit for Thursday. Yeah. Matt McClure brings up the Bad Bunny send-off. That was, what did you think about that? It looked like he was getting him signed up for Money in the Bank. I legitimately was like ready to write in the chat, I'll get Money in the Bank, because I'm thinking this is a commercial for Money in the Bank. I think it's cool for Bad Bunny that he gets to plug his tour. That's awesome. They've done great with him. That's all I got. Yeah. Uh, Kate says, would love your thoughts on SmackDown programs being stronger than Raw's. Well, two hours, man, two hours is so much easier to book than more than three. And as far as the women's singles program being better than the women's tag, that's because they rely on the women's singles to form their women's tag anymore. But it's, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Tim Traver says, I won't be up late after rehab in the morning. Going to be safe. Uh, please be careful. Well, we hope you feel better soon, buddy. Yeah, I really do. And Matt Scales says, night one was amazing top to bottom. Night two, not so much. Second half was better. Main event ruled. Both nights were, uh, both main events from the night were SmackDown. Yeah, SmackDown is, is just the better show. And I am a lucha talking about the WWE 2K trailer. I got some exclusive news on that on Fightful Select. And as we wrap up the, the Fiend talk, who was I supposed to root for? I was confused. That's the problem. Yeah. I don't mind Shades of Grey, but so often... Who has redeeming qualities? Nobody. If nobody, that's fine. I mean, I mean but, geez. Rand, Randy committed murder. 
Yes. He, he murdered a man via immolation in December. And like, I know we're supposed to, feel, I guess we're supposed to be feel sorry for him because the witch Alexa Bliss makes him cough up Pennzoil. But like, I, I don't know if that actually shakes out to be even Steven. Tag team title match. We are 25 minutes into this show already. Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax defeated Natalia and Tamina. What was uh, the we, what was the point of this? Like, like why, why? No why tap natty, have... man. No tap natty. That's all I could think of. I have yes, I, that's what I heard. The, yeah, Are that's we, what I heard. I heard you, that last night's match was really. Yeah, you really want me to sit here and believe that because Natty got upset over a yes. meme yes. on a fan account? Yes, that we're here. Okay, I mean, uh, it, okay, again, so. They didn't have anybody else that they were really pushing to like, okay, you guys gotta step aside. We we were grooming you guys to 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 get the, the big tag tag team title match at Mania, but Natty said something that she was upset about. We gotta cater to Natty. They didn't have any plans anyway, so why not Natty and Tamina? That's that uh, that's yeah. honestly what I think they thought. Whatever. Frank exactly. Aguilera has some thoughts on the early matches. Was the problem more uh, the opener or the feuds for night two being less fleshed out? Both. 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 It Both. sucked and the build sucked. Rob Reed said, not saying it was very good, but if you told me Nia and Shayna and Tamina and Natalia would be way better than Fiend Orton, I would have laughed. I love the headbutt exchange early on. Mm-hmm. Tamina and Nia. I thought that was really good. And Alex, you wrote the article years ago. It's a clash the, of the, the Titans, man. The Hogan Andre. Yeah. They set up the Hogan Andre here. <laughs> it was a whole setup the entire time yeah. to Tamina slamming Naya, and it looked an awful lot like the Hogan Andre it, it slam. Did. It did. I, I wonder if she tore her biceps, too. Yes. You know? <laughs> and, and then, it, like, Hogan always says, Andre died, like, three days later. Yeah. I didn't know if he was going to let me, brother. <laughs> And then afterwards, yeah. I said, turn me heel. I want to be Hollywood Hogan. <laughs> At Triple H, I had that idea. It yes. was amazing. Just... Yes. Oh, my God. So this is a step up from the tag matches. They have Shayna and Nia work on Raw. But they had Natalia and Tamina work heel like forever. Now they're full on, come on, guys. What? <sighs> this is weird. Dante says, lay it in. Yeah. This is just... Huh? This wasn't. This wasn't great. It was. It was there. It existed. The Samoan drop is cool, but they, they got Tamina was, a chant. This she'll yeah. remember that, and she'll appreciate that for the rest of her life. She guaranteed, will. she will. She will. Imagine if they had uh, taken somebody, uh, an established tag team, baby faces who can work, uh, undersized compared to certainly compared to Nia and even compared to Shayna, and and booked them as underdogs. And had them win this tag team turmoil match because they had won several matches uh, uh, leading up to the tag team turmoil match, uh, and then in a wonderful show of 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 stick to itiveness and persistence, they came through and beat the heels. Like, why would you not do that with 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 the Riot Squad? They're 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 great workers. They're a lot of fun. They're perfect baby faces, and they weren't even on TV for a month before they showed up and said, "Hey, can we have a shot at the titles?" Like that's not how you do that with them. It, it, this didn't make any sense to me. Um, the the only thing I will say that, that was good about this, the only thing, Shayna got the victory. They've been protecting Nia and, and getting Nia everything. Shayna yep. Shayna got the victory. She should have gotten the victory at last year's Mania, but we'll save that for another day. 
Matt McClure is putting over Shayna's knees. Those were pretty nasty. Those are nasty knees, man. I'll say this. Um, Lana and Naomi. Naomi is the most organically over woman on the roster. She has been for years. I do appreciate that they did get a Tamina chant, but it's almost like even her father, you know, everybody remembers the dive off the cage. He lost that match. At the end of the day, that's where we're going here. And I think this was that for Tamina. Zach Barber says, time to scrap the women's titles. I'm over Nia and Shayna. I don't think so. I think it's time. Well, if they want to if they want to immediately combine those with the NXT titles, sure, I'm fine with that. But they should just book it better. They decide who wins the matches. They decide who gets booked. Hear me out. C-Stars. Just hire they're, them. They're, they're AEW bound, buddy. Ah, Jesus. They're, they're already getting the book. The one promotion without a women's tag division, sure. Raul says, if there was a time to change the outcome, it was here. The crowd was behind Tamina, and Natty would have popped for the win. Also, nice suit color. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I, I I don't know. I don't know if putting the titles on Tamina and Natty is a smooth idea. The, on, the only thing that, that would make sense is if, if they were going to take uh, Nia and Shayna off of the tag division and feud them against each other. One of them comes out on top as the super heel, and that one feuds with like Bianca or something. Like that's that's the only reason you do that because I mean Natty and Tamina as tag champs is nothing. Like it's nothing right now. But not that Shayna and Nia is even better. But the one thing I will say that I, I loved about that they came out and there was no Reginald to be seen after yeah. all of that Reginald stuff. He didn't even show up for the entrance. It was they don't they don't need him. They don't need him. No, they certainly don't, but they've been booking him like he's the most important guy in either women's division. Orlando says Asuka gets bullied by Nia and Shayna tomorrow, and EO shows up. New champs on Raw, probably reused Kabuki Warriors. You know what? Sure, just keep sure. Asuka away from the, the, the Raw title scene yes. then. Yeah, yeah. Jer- Jeremiah wants Team Bad back. Yeah, mm. I mean, that would make sense, but yeah. Th- yeah. they got Team H right now. Yeah. So wh- whatever, whatever. Uh, Sexy Pheasant is asking about Cole's botch. Has anyone kicked out of the KOD? No. No. It is very protected. No. Um, <laughs> Anakin says, that sure was rocking Austin, huh? I mean, she got the, the chat. She got the chant, and that's cool. Nerdguru yeah. says, all due respect, who gives an F about Natty? I think Natty's a very serviceable performer. It's just... Right. See, they, I think they, Natty's great. Natty is one of the best of all time. Yeah. Yes, and she's put a lot into that division. Nobody will ever deny that. Natty, you were put on that $1 tier because they booked you that way. That's all this was. And this booking further established that. Please enjoy your dollar. Yeah. It, like it, the thing about Natty is that if they actually kept her strong, like mi- middling strong, so that like she would be a gatekeeper for, for people and actually beating her meant something. But for so much of the year, she's booked as nothing and beating her doesn't mean anything at all. So when they decide to heat her up, it doesn't make any sense. It's Phil Real to me says, it's so many talented women. This is what they give us. Ain't that the truth? Bezo Banks didn't know who he was supposed to be cheering for. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And Terrence Robinson says, uh, night one had a special WrestleMania feel, but tonight felt more like, more like a good Raw with some questionable story d- choices. Main event was a banger. I, I really think it was just B pay-per-view level where like some yeah. stuff happened, but did it matter in the grand scheme of things? We'll see. I know that that night one had me just like, I was I was amped. I was excited tonight. Yes. I was I was knackered. I was sleepy. And fortunately, tonight I'm going to get that good sleep. 
thanks to helixsleep.com slash fightful. <laughs> I love it. We've been we've been pulling those crazy hours this week, watching shows at three, four in the morning. Well, thankfully, helixsleep.com slash fightful is going to get you the best night's sleep of your life. It has been for me. Everybody's unique, and Helix knows that. So they have several different mattresses to choose from. Soft, medium, and firm. Ones that will cool you down if you sleep hot. Even plus-size mattresses for plus-size folks. Now, here's the thing. In the middle of a pandemic, you might not want to go roll around on a bunch of mattresses and try them out uh, when, when other people have been doing that. That was my concern. I needed a new mattress. I was sleeping on a terrible slab of memory foam, and I found Helix Sleep. I took a quick quiz. I was matched with the Dusk Lux model, and I wanted something that, that combined like soft and firm, gave me support. I sleep on my back. Uh, my wife sleeps on her side, something that would work well for both of us, and it did. I love it so much. I sleep, and not even that I sleep more, but the quality of sleep I get is so important. It's the best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine, and now Fightful Magazine. That's right. Go to helixsleep.com slash Fightful. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they will match you up to your customized mattress. It'll give you the best sleep of your life. Uh, they have a 10-year warranty. You get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up if you don't like it, but you will. They are offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows, and those pillows are fantastic. When you uh, use the code Fightful, helixsleep.com slash Fightful. I love this. It's uh, one of my favorite products that, that I've ever got to, to read on the air, and it, it changed my life legitimately. I get such better sleep now. I don't wake up feeling like I, like I went to bed 10 minutes ago. I get a, a full good night's rest, and uh, hopefully The Fiend and Randy Orton is put to rest. They need to send it to helixsleep.com slash Fightful. That's for damn sure. Planet Dan says, overall, really good mania. You could tell it meant a lot to the people behind the performers, and it was so buzzing for them. The triple threat was fantastic. That is that is very true. Matt's still uh, upset Drew lost. You're going to yeah. be upset. So the thing with Drew is I do feel like he was robbed. Now, yes, we all know he had a good year, but he's always going to have that pandemic year, and you know he's just going to turn heel and go, those damn fickle fans turned on me after I gave them everything. I'm waiting for that promo tomorrow, but we'll get there. It'll happen. It'll happen. Man, you guys are fired up over Bailey and Becky, and I, I love it because uh, we're getting there. But we had Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Now, TMK says, disappointed KO didn't jump off the ship. Me too. Early on, I got notes. Oh, hey, there's a crash pad being pulled around there. It wasn't a crash pad. It was the uh, the fiends of Jack in the Box. But this was a... Jack in the Box-like structure. Yeah. This was them having a, like a SmackDown main event. Great moves, great spots. They were incredible. One of my favorite matches of the night. And at the end, Kevin Owens hit Logan Paul with a phenomenal stunner that Logan Paul sold his ass off on. And there, there's some elements to this that I like. He's showing Sami Zayn tough love because he cares about Sami Zayn. He's beating sense into him. But Logan Paul is not going to come out there and troll his best friend. That ain't going to happen. So Kevin Owens says, eh, eh, hit him with the stunner. Robert, I like the way this played out. Now, Hopefully, 
Zayn is like, okay, I appreciate that, and we see something different. I liked what they were doing. I'm ready to see something different. I fully think it's Jake and Logan Paul at SummerSlam against Kevin and Sammy. That's where I think they're going here. Really? This was good. This was real good. Everything about it was great. Logan sold that stunner real well. Sammy and Kevin get the Mania match. Sammy is far too good of a heel. He should have always been a Ricky Steamboat babyface, but he's excelling in this role. It's going to be hard to break him out. Ah, Kevin was so stoked to be in front of people. That meant a lot to me to see it for him. Oh, yeah. He was pumped. He was so pumped up. Uh, Matt says, KO and Sammy killed their match and killed Logan Paul. How'd you feel about this? Jamie Tannick says, KO was the only face to win to send the people home happy. And... He's going to be all over entertainment shows over the next week. Yeah. Um, this was, I, I, what I appreciated was sometime in, in, uh, since they announced this match seemingly out of the blue, like we always, we were, we were coming up toward mania season after all those times where Kevin came close, but couldn't quite defeat Roman Reigns. We're like, it would really be a shame. If they didn't have anything for Kevin, for Kevin Owens, since he was doing such great work with Roman Reigns. They didn't have anything for him. Gosh, it would really be if they found something for him, for him to do. I didn't think they were going to pull the Sami Zayn card out of a yes. hat, but they did. And I love the idea that around that time, which was like two weeks ago, Sami <laughs> and Kevin turned to each other and said, hey, you know, we're probably never going to get to do this again. You know, wrestle each other one-on-one at WrestleMania. How about we try to actually kill each other? And they were just doing the, the brain buster on the apron and like all the all of Kevin Owens' old like stuff he used to do to Generico, like yes. all that stuff was just it was all just great it was like seven minutes of like boom boom just like haymakers just back and forth like i love the the haluva kick out of nowhere all that stuff was just so so good and the stunner was a perfect way to end it and again the story element of it is logan paul uh being a being a dick to sammy and kevin's like well no i'm allowed to beat up my best friend because i'm trying to beat some sense into him you're not allowed to shove him so here's a stunner for you, pal. And I, I, Robert, I think, I think you're right. I mean, I think that they would love to do that. I don't know if it's going to come to fruition, but I think they would love to do something like that. It'd be nice to see like Sammy back from the brink a little bit and maybe like maybe coming back to it after this match was with Kevin or the thing they could, they always could do at any point is show somebody, I don't know who would be the, the, the person sp- like actually, uh, you know, pulling the strings but footage that Sammy finds in his documentary of somebody paying off refs in the back or whatever. And all of a sudden, immediately he's a baby face. He's been right the yep. whole time. They could do that like that if they wanted to. I they don't know did if they, this, they do did it. that in TNA uh, 2010-ish, I think. Uh, it was like The Pope and uh, maybe Kevin Nash and a few other people, Samoa Joe. And they were telling people forever, Hogan and Bischoff are pieces of shit. And they were heels. <laughs> yeah. Until it was revealed that Hogan and Bischoff were pieces of shit. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wait, they were right all along. I love that. And nobody remembers that but me. So they can just <laughs> steal it. Matt McClure says, Logan Paul's like, why did he do that? Well, that's the thing. Logan Paul is a piece of trash and he's yep. good. He knows he's a piece of trash. He, he played this really, really well. And kudos to WWE for not being like, oh, we're going to have Logan Paul punch Sami Zayn and knock him out. He got the reaction that he got, and they said, kick, wham, stunner, buddy. Jose Flores says, realized during the match it wasn't no DQ, and my words out loud was, but the damn pirate ship. 
seems like we missed an opportunity with no pirate ship integration, guys. It yeah. was so far away from the ring, though. Like yeah. you had to walk way up past the stage, and it, like it would have taken a. It had to have been a false count anywhere match. They would have had to fight up through but everything to get there. But we got eleven and a half minutes of Braun versus Shane. <laughs> Three or four of that could have been used running and scaling that thing. That's true. That's true. Or the match could have just started off like you could have had Braun chasing Shane at the venue. Yeah. And then they just do it. They go, well, no match. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. Rahul says, celebs killed it. Should have been the opener, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Nick says, the moment you realize Keith Lee wasn't at Mania, he's not cleared, pal. Don't know, don't know what to tell you. <sighs> Carlos says, KO and Sammy need to get a run as tag champs at some point. Yeah. How about like right now? Right now is good. Have them beat the Dirty yeah. Dogs next week. Yeah, do it. Just do Have it. Have the Dirty Dogs be the one that are paying off the referees just because they're bad guys. <laughs> just because they're trolls. Yes. Yeah. Maddie B says, WWE champ, heel, universal champ, heel, US champ, heel. I, y- you all get the point. Is that a problem? Uh, no, it's indicative of the fact that WWE can't effectively book baby faces nope. even when they control the audience. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the crazy thing is they decide right now for the past several months who is over, who gets chanted, who gets cheered, who gets booed. They decide who the baby faces are and whether or not they're over. They decide all of it and they still can't figure out a way to make a good baby face champ. Rob Reed uh, says, how many years has it been? And Michael Cole still gets the Michinoku driver and the blue thunder bomb mixed up. That's weird. That's got to be a rib. It's got to be him. Just got to be him intentionally doing it wrong to pop Corey Graves. Jose says, I don't want reasoning, Alex. I want a pirate ship. Listen, I I, I was so excited that they were going to do Braun and Shane before I knew that Vince was going to pull a Vince and go like, so there's a pirate ship already in the stadium. Can you build a bigger one right in front of it? Like, I, I thought they were going to do it off the original pirate ship, the one that's actually there. And when they were like, it's going to be a cage match, they're like, that's not the thing I wanted. So I, I feel you. Alex, do you remember the, the 2003 film Kangaroo Jack? <laughs> what? With Jerry I didn't, O'Connell. I didn't, I didn't see it, but I remember it's exactly. You remember the trailers, right? Sure, yes. It's got the, it's got the kangaroo there rapping and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah. People are like, I'm going to watch this talking kangaroo. Then you watch the movie, and there's no talking kangaroo in the entire movie. Nope. That is in like a hallucination, a dream scene. Right. Yep. That's how we got treated tonight, even though we didn't even get a hallucination, <laughs> dream scene of a pirate ship. So Hold on, you're blowing, into- you're blowing my mind here, because I think I've only seen the commercials and trailers for that movie when I was a kid. There's no kangaroo in that movie. Oh, no, the kangaroo's there. He just doesn't talk a rap outside of a dream scene that I remember. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was a complete bait and switch, complete bait and switch. And that's, that's how I feel. I, we worked ourselves into the pirate ship, but I, we can't sit here and pretend like Kevin Owens didn't help. Yeah. Kevin Owens was doing those interviews. Yep. Nicholas Plouf says, love JBL mentioning the callback to their last one on one match at battleground. That was a really great match. Yeah, it was yeah. a great match. Basically, say they say it's not how you start; it's how you finish. But last night, last night's strong show from the jump with that ending compared to tonight's really proves different. Fair, yeah. And the pirate ship made me miss Kyrie saying, "I was hopeful. Mm. I was hopeful." Yeah, for real. What's going on with Keith? Lee? He's not cleared. That's it. He's yeah. not cleared. I. That's it. 
Celebs killed it. It should have been the opener, in my opinion. That would have been really good. That yeah. would have been a great, great thing to, to lead off with. But it's almost like they said, let's get this shit over with. <laughs> uh, Leonza says everything Bray versus Orton was cool. The end was crap. Well, you know, different strokes for different folks. Yeah. Leonza, I appreciate you, though. I really do. Uh, Jamin Cito Gomez says, what the hell is WrestleMania backlash? Yes, maybe <laughs> this <laughs> show. I mean, the show felt Every, like it. Everything is, Wrestle, everything is a WrestleMania whatever. WrestleMania Extreme Rules. WrestleMania yeah. Payback. That seems to me like they're still banking on the WrestleMania brand for Peacock. And they're like, all right, we're two shows in. You got to announce this is WrestleMania backlash. So people think it's still important. Is this after Money in the Bank? It's before. It's the, okay. They, they announced it is before now. WrestleMania like two, Money in the Bank. So it's like two weeks before Money in the Bank. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Oh no, no. Okay, they moved Money in the Bank back to June. Yeah. So, so they, they, they switched them around now. I the guess people, they, yeah, the people who put that out there were full of shit. They, they wonder who they got got a sick Hannah Hannah on on them. She's been. Really going at them lately. Maybe, maybe they need some more time to figure out who was uh, who was a good person to be Mister Money in the Bank this year, so they don't have to completely retcon it in the middle of the year. Yeah, um, which I will say, I think that Otis was hurt more by the pandemic, in both physically and booking, sure. than almost anybody. He lost his WrestleMania moment, like the one he might get. Yep, due to that. Daniel R. says, I want people like Walter on the main roster, roster, but I'm worried they'll screw him up. Worried, are you? Go watch Survivor Series 2019, <laughs> Daniel. And uh, that will that will just have – you'll go – actually, don't. I don't want you to have an anxiety attack. Nobody tonight. should watch that. He says, I did why Ciampa wanted to stay in NXT, but Walter versus Roman. It could be a huge match. Oh, my God. Walter versus Roman would be amazing. Not the way they'd book it, but it could be. <laughs> Kate Hensler says, pay $2 to tell you Kangaroo Jack is 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's because there are 92% of the audience that thought they were going to see some talking kangaroos, and they didn't get them. WrestleMania all year long. Oh, boy. Yes. Uh, Ryan Lambert says, Bray Wyatt has the same amount of wins as Bo Dallas this year. Yeah, this was his first match since Brody Lee passed. So, yeah. Wow. Carlos Easy says they owe RJ City a little something for stealing his every day as a WrestleMania gimmick. I don't think they owe RJ City anything. He got signed, so yeah. I didn't think that was going to happen after some of our interviews that we've done out there. Clearly, like they were like, we got to put you on YouTube. Peacock's already censored you. We, we can't even bother for that. Sean Ross's loyalist sapling says KO should go out of the stadium, drive to the port, rent a boat, sail to the Caribbean, time travel to 1650s, and then jump from the real pine. That new Bond movie sounds great. Oh, geez. We got to move on. Super chats, guys. They help out a ton. Please leave a thumbs up if you're watching this. There are over 1,500 of you watching right now. Thank you so much. We do shows after Raw. We do shows after SmackDown, AEW, NXT, uh, and, and we do Twitch Impact watch-alongs. We're going to have uh, reviews of Impact special events. So, yeah, uh, Joshua says, RJ City Simon WWE? Yeah, he's, uh, I would assume they're not putting him on their YouTube right after WrestleMania if he's not signed. He's got a got a, a night show, and it's it was very funny. It is very RJ City. It, it was very true to him, and I could not be happier for that guy. He is a very entertaining person and he truly does things his own way 
the greatest WrestleMania backlash in Saudi. <laughs> so that's an interesting thing about the schedule, the network promo they aired. They were smart enough not to show any Saudi logos. So they don't know if they're going back just yet. Yeah, which I mean, they, they can't know, which they have said anything they miss, they're just going to tack on to the end of it. Andrew Lolivar says, any chance Vince uses the crowd reaction the past two nights to help book a couple of months of who to push, or is he going to ignore it? Oh, he's going to ignore it. Oh, yeah. 100%. And Frank says, the fiance and I hated the Fiend stuff, but we completely tuned out during this match. A hot second match could have swung momentum back. And I think that means the the tag match. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great. Uh, by the way, if you guys are watching on twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming, thank you very much. Uh, I do not get to see your your bits or anything like that as I am on StreamYard, but I want you guys to check out that stuff. Joel Pearl and Jeremy Lambert are doing such kick-ass stuff over there. Makes me happy. Uh, they had Hannah and Maggie and Seahawk, a lot of people that I think a lot of on, on that watch-along, and it makes me very happy. Brian, he says, WrestleMania SummerSlam. <laughs> WrestleMania roadblock into the line. Yeah. <laughs> Sheamus. Defeated Matt Riddle. Now, Matt Riddle's WrestleMania moment happened well before this match when he is backstage. And Rob Van Dam on Peacock hands him rolling papers. And I'm and not talking them. I'm not talking like they alluded to it. Mm-hmm. He says, Here are some rolling papers. <laughs> it's their it's his own brand. It's his own brand. He was just yes. trying, to, trying to get his shit in, you know. <laughs> This is his WrestleMania moment. Yeah. Like, I, I've i not talked to Matt Riddle since <laughs> SummerSlam, since the Goldberg thing happened at SummerSlam. Yeah. But let me tell you, this like <laughs> the excitement that you see from him is legitimate. He is a fanboy over stuff like this. And uh, that's a moment. And Kali's just around there. <laughs> and I kind of like it because it's like, okay, Riddle, maybe you shouldn't forget your lines. But mm-hmm. now... Here's the dose of your own medicine, yeah. Uh, n- yeah. not not the medicinal marijuana. Although you can now <laughs> smoke that with these rolling papers you're getting. What do you think about this, Alex? Oh, man, it is it is really funny. Like they they put all this stuff of like RVD and him on the bump or whatever. It's like this is de- Vince is gonna like hmm. Could I do like a Cheech and Chong? Except they're both white guys, so it's totally cool if they're on drugs. Um, can I do that? And like put it out for like uh, WWE Studios in 2022. Uh, I think this is exactly what he he wanted. He's what he's he's booking Riddle um, as this absolute stoner character. So of, of him and RVD is is exactly what they wanted out of this. I think um, Riddle is Riddle is not for me anymore. But uh, in the ring, he still can lay it in, and that's good. Once that bell rings, that's yep. good. That's yep. good. He came out on his scooter. And he and Seamus beat the living shit out of each other. The only unfortunate thing is that Riddle or that they slipped off the top rope. But I don't think anybody's going to remember that after that finish, Robert. No, because wow. Riddle went for a moonsault. Off a lion the salt, specifically. Uh, like a, yeah, like a springboard moonsault and got road kicked because Seamus is here. And he said, damn it, I want to win for once. And he did. And I appreciate that. Not as much as some people appreciated the CGI birds with a WrestleMania pirate hat and eye patch, which is yep. phenomenal. But this is good for Riddle. I think they can run this back at Backlash. No. And it'll be damn They're good. Gonna. No. They're gonna. 
No, for sure. no, 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 no. We've we've seen this too. We saw it on SmackDown. We saw it. We saw it. I think we've seen it three times on Raw. <sighs> yeah, we've seen, we've seen it again tonight. That's it. It's over. It's done. We did no. Oh, that, one. <laughs> They're doing it. They're doing hey, it. Sean, how many to. times did Apollo and Big E fight? That's it the was... point. Is they can stop doing this whole. We're gonna have them fight fifteen times. They can stop doing that whenever they, they want. They should stop. I I think the matches are all very good, but this match is less. It's less because we already saw a great match between them on Raw that was non-title that Sheamus won that one too. We, if you hear if you me an- out, anticipate it. It's better. There's a special event or series of events they could do this this rematch on WrestleMania, WrestleMania, <laughs> WrestleMania, Great Balls of Fire, That's right. or WrestleMania Breaking Point, which is where they've done a match so many times we have finally reached our breaking point. Yeah. And pirate I, I birds. I thought this. I hate the birds. Hate the birds. Because the flip flops are the coolest part of his yeah. entrance. Why? Why are are birds a stoner thing? And then I, I that that like from like the nineteen sixties. And I, I don't know that Vince is like ever like. In the old Looney Tunes cartoons, where the characters would get drunk or be on some kind of <laughs> but substance, they're, but they're not Tweety birds. They're but Vince McMahon doesn't know that. Vince, Vince, Vince <laughs> and Bruce, my man. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, uh, so you know, so you know, you, you know how when forever. you smoke pot, you see little birdies. That's how. <laughs> that's how it works. That's what Bruce, well, Bruce and Vince think. It is really like Vince McMahon went up to Bruce and said, "You ever heard of this marijuana?" And Bruce is like, "Bruce is like, no, why?" <laughs> I, I I hear the kids call it grass or they, ganja, and I hear some of our our people are taking it. And Bruce goes, uh, "I doubt it. Uh, don't think so." <laughs> Well, let's talk about it, but let's not talk about it. All right, cool. It could happen at WrestleMania, December to dismember. But Seamus Dunn says, go Seamus from Seamus. The Brogue kick midair sent Ireland wild. Nick says, Seamus is a walking G1. Riddle was so inventive. So my favorite part of this match, besides the finish, um, it, it was... When Sheamus slipped off the top rope and he's like, I'm going to hit Riddle with the stiffest fucking knee drop. (laughs) (laughs) That was your dumb idea, Riddle. And that made me look bad. Uh, I thought this was this was all great. These guys work really, really well together. They just worked together too many times now. Yes. Uh, By the way, if you have super chats that have not been answered, uh, we're, we're getting to them, by the way. We save it for the particular segment. I know some of you are, are new to this. We don't necessarily uh, answer them in order. We answer them uh, as the segment happens. Brandon Campbell says, can't wait for NXT TakeOver WrestleMania. Happy for Sheamus. <laughs> Glad he got his moment tonight. WrestleMania, greatest greatest balls of fire. <laughs> Inside. WrestleMania capital oh, carnage. Oh, that's good. That's good. Oh, God damn. Oh boy. Evan says somebody should ask Taz what kind of birds they are. He doesn't like birds, apparently. Uh, John Herbick says, please tell me Riddle gets a good push push after tonight. Digging holes, taking souls. One of the best conversations ever. That was a conversation, let me tell you. Um, I think Riddle has shown Vince McMahon that he can be funny, and now he will be doing this for a long time. That's it. He's the stoner character who is also fun in the ring. Um, I think that that whenever Keith Lee is cleared, 
I think you got to put the title on the uh, U.S. title on him because I think was that, that was the plan. That, that was, was the original plan. plan, and then they couldn't do that. So Riddle actually wasn't supposed to have this title reign at all. And I yeah. think that Sheamus deserves it because he has been he has had a great year since he came back. He had a great year. He had all those really great matches with McIntyre, but they 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 have to because of the stories he's in. They have to book him to lose those great matches. Now he gets a chance to be champion for a while. I think that's good. So it's almost like a Xavier Woods thing at this point. He wants to be king of the ring so bad. Sheamus has said he wants to be intercontinental champion real bad because he's held WWE, World Heavyweight, US, Raw, SmackDown title, won the Rumble, won Money in the Bank, won King of the Ring. He's won a bunch of slammies. Like that is quite literally, besides the 24-7 horse shit, the only thing he hasn't done. Uh, So I would like to see him capture that. You want to talk about a guy whose work just made him deserve it. 43 years old. There were people I was talking to in WWE two years ago, I think, when he was out, and they said, if he gets a send-off at WrestleMania, we'll be lucky that we get that out of him because of his neck. And now, no end in sight. Like yeah. he, he could be one of those 50-year-old sirloin beef sons of bitches still out there clubbing people. I got so much respect for Sheamus, and I'm glad it happened. Yes. Matt McClure says, what's up with Riddle going forward? Please reboot him. He could be the next Cena, but he's just an idiot. I don't think he can be the next Cena. Definitely not until his his legal issues are cleared up. That can't happen. I mean, I know there are a lot of people going to bat for him within WWE for that, but no, I do think that he can go like that to Sirius if they want him to, mm-hmm. and that's pretty cool. I don't think they're going to want him to, though, because Vince thinks he gets his comedy – so that yes. means he's only going to do comedy from now on. Somebody says you should start the recreation faction. Mm-hmm. Anakin says at least as, as long as Keith doesn't drop it to give others a chance. Um, Riddle MSK in the treehouse, please. <laughs> I could think of a lot worse things. In your house, WrestleMania. <laughs> I, I wish they would bring back in your house to, yes. to WWE, not just NXT. Oh, boy. So uh, a reminder, guys, get in your super chats. Leave your thumbs up. Oh, we got the perfect one. Well, let's end the WrestleMania ones with this. Sands of time at WrestleMania. Or as Alex, what would you call it? Sands of time. Get your Sands of time shirts at shop.fightful.com. TM cases. Do you see a WrestleMania coming to the Sky Dome or is it too small to host now? I don't think it's too small. I, I think that. If we're talking about northern venues, it stands as good of a chance as any because it's in Toronto, and it's got a roof that closes. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know what? Uh, Miller Park, uh, the former park over in Milwaukee. I mean, we were 53 degrees and sunny, not a cloud in the sky, and the roof, if it was to rain, closes. How about we only do WrestleMania at roofs that close? Yeah. How, how about Ewing Elementary, the, the baseball field out here <laughs> while, while we're do at they have it? A roof? Do they have a roof? No. But, oh. but you can cram so you people inside the school. got have a roof. Big E, Apollo. Apollo Crews wins the Nigerian <sighs> drum fight. This is very short. They had no idea what this was a week ago. They didn't know what it was tonight. <laughs> <laughs> On the oh. kickoff show. <laughs> yes, this is the highlight, Robert. Didn't know what it was to the point where they start guessing... Booker T taps into his African King accent from TNA, which is great. And then that prompts JBL with the line of the night that says, 
well, King and I can't say anything because we'll be crucified on the internet. And and you could like Booker T's look was like that's what I was hoping would happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it! It was so good. Carlos Easy says devastated that Biggie and Apollo didn't use any of those drum like instruments. That was so like come on. So yeah. so what what is it what is it when they do the 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 Halloween street fight where everybody wears a pumpkin on their head? That's that's what this was, except fight, yeah, yeah that tr- the trick or street fight. That's what this was, except with drums instead of Halloween implements. That's that's all this was. Like after all of this, that's what a Nigerian drum fight is. It should have been like a strap match where you got to hit somebody's head off of a drum. That's better than this. Well, and then we get the return of Daba Kato, who they don't refer to as Daba Kato, even though he was drafted by Raw. And he ripped a guy's dick off, I think, on Raw Underground or no, something. No, he crushed it in his hand. Like, okay, he crushed it, but yeah. he he did. He did the the, the gut and eyes move from Blue Streak that Dave Chappelle does. <laughs> yeah, One of those. He did that. Um, whew. This is the seventh title shot that Apollo got. And as I said, if there's one thing I hate more than 50-50 booking, it's 1585 booking with the 15 getting the right. title. But we I knew it was going to happen. Um, Josh says, is Daba Kato the commander? Uh, pronounce okay, that so out. Aziz, I think is what. So I don't want to get crucified commander on the Commander Aziz this past Thursday. That article's up on the website. Um, yeah, I think that's got to be it because they're changing his name again. I don't yeah. know why. And the thing that kills me is their social media accounts are literally saying, who is this man? Like if he I, wasn't I, on Raw. I wanted to drop a link to their 2020 draft Wikipedia. Yeah. Like, I mean, like no, on WWE.com, you can look it up. It's, he's still Dabakato. And and by the way, he got drafted to Raw. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to be on SmackDown. Yeah. No, he's he's the, the the only thing I, 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 I get about it is that he actually is half Nigerian. Yes. Like like it, it it like it makes some kind of sense to give if, a, Apollo a heavy, but like it's it's wild that we're saying please let Dabakato be the mouthpiece in this act. <laughs> please let him cut the promos about Nigeria if you gotta. Yeah, if you um, gotta. I the thing about all of this is is that I I think that if I love Big E. And I think that that hopefully what this is 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 a a Lashley type of situation where he loses yep. the mid card title and gets vaulted to something above it. But had Apollo Cruz lost this match to Biggie again after they did the gimmick change, made him talk like that, and then he he got to pick his own stipulation. If they had done all of that for him and then he lost anyway, well that's it. You can never use him again. You can never ever use him again. So it's good that they because he did a great job as U.S. champ. I think that that he's been again committing to the bit. Like sometimes, <laughs> as an actor, I know they ask you to do stuff that seems stupid, but if you commit to the bit, that's all you can do. And he's, he's trying his damnedest. He's going what we call full Lambert on on this thing. He's yeah. going full Lambert. Yeah. Uh, Nerd Guru says Davakito couldn't shine Omos' shoes. <sighs> Omos stepped away from the door at Raw Underground for five minutes to win some tag titles, and Davakito just escaped, just got out of there. Uh, we got Rob Reed saying Daba Kato versus Omos for the WWE Championship Mania 38 main event book events. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of WrestleMania 38, I think this is important to mention. They are no longer advertising a date for WrestleMania. I don't like that. I don't like it. Why? I want to know. Like by now, you should know what you're doing. And I think they're going to end up going with 
two nights permanently moving forward. That's what that looks like to me. They should, because if I'm Peacock in USA, I'm saying, hey, I'm really digging that that takeover on our shit thing. Like uh, on USA, that's pretty cool. Y'all, you guys blew the doors off of AEW that night. Couldn't do it at all. Had your best show last night. I like it. Alex, what do you think about them not advertising a night? Well, I mean, I think that they are, they, they may be like, we don't know necessarily which weekend we're going to do it, but I think they're like, internally, we haven't decided we're 50, 50 on this thing. Go figure. Are we going to do two nights or one night? And I think they're trying to figure it out now. I mean, listen, I, I prefer the two nights. I don't know if I would prefer the two nights if I was attending like, like that kind of a thing, having to go file into the stadium twice, spending an extra night in the hotel, like you're forced to, that kind of a thing. I'm not sure. Guys, do not send chats saying we missed your super chat. Tell us what the chat was, because if I missed it, that means I can't see it. But we've got a bunch <laughs> down. We still got a whole lot of stuff to talk about this match. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jose says, Wale, best thing about the match. Sorry. Yeah, I like Wale. Um, Wale is great. I like Wale because he sent me a a hoodie over there as well. Uh, and big thank you for that. Close personal friend Wale follows me on Twitter. Yeah, I just I inspire the guy. Yes. Taxel says first rule of Raw Underground is to not talk about Raw Underground. We've never seen this man on TV. Besides, that's not rap. true. He was on an episode of the Kevin Owens show. It happened. He was on TV. He's yeah. in a movie on Netflix called yeah. The Main Event where he loses to a child. Mm-hmm. This happens. Yeah. Well, you know what? So so Cesaro and Sheamus lost to a child exactly. too. And look at look at look at the glow up. Look I at know. the glow up. Speaking of Cesaro, I think he's your next intercontinental champion. I Amen think to that, that I think that's where an easy way to push him toward that. I think it'd be great. Can you imagine seeing Cesaro swing the commander or commandant or commodore Azizi or whatever they're gonna call him? That'd be great. What I want to see is completely fresh stuff. I don't want them to go to any rematches. Nope. None. No. Completely none. new things, please. Matt says, so there were gongs and kendo sticks in a Nigerian drum fight. Drum fight. Insert lost Travolta, Jeff. <laughs> yes. And Bezo goes back to the Seamus match, says, I never thought I could get back into Seamus after 2015, but God damn it, he's the best. He is having such a beautiful yeah. run. Such yeah. a beautiful run. Uh, Adrian Wells says, name five NXT wrestlers that should be called up. What's going on with Dream? I don't know what's going on with Dream. Don't care what's going on with Dream. No. Uh, but five NXT wrestlers that should be called up. Uh, Adam Cole, hear me out. Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro just to add another tag team because they ain't going to do anything in NXT. Right. And they seem like the two types of people that Vince would be like, what are y'all doing here at WrestleMania? Ah, call them up. Um, and then probably, I would have said Karrion Cross, but I'll say Finn Balor because I don't want to see any more of that. Uh, throw it, throw in a couple names, guys. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly can go right now, and he can be Intercontinental Champion right now. I would also say Dexter Loomis because he's reaching yeah. that peak on NXT, and you know they're gonna love him on the main roster. Yeah, they'll love him so much he'll be on main event in two months. Yeah. Um. <laughs> my, my my guy, I've been I I pitched this a while ago. I think the perfect guy to add to Roman's stable, like beyond obviously Jimmy Uso. But to give him a real heavy to do all the the beaten up, Bronson Reed would be perfect for yeah. that. Like he'd be a perfect guy to like send out there. When Jay Uso can't get the job done, Bronson Reed is the guy who go in to smash up some people. I gotta say, this is pretty funny. Nerd Drew says the biggest return of the week 
was Daba Kato. <laughs> yeah. I have a Lucha bringing up Booker talking about the bush was hysterical. Yes. Black Snow on commentary would have popped me. Indeed. Guys, you still have time to get in Super Chats because we still got plenty of stuff to talk about. Uh, we got somebody checking in from Tampa. Thank you very much. Uh, how are you going to have a Nigerian drum fight and not have people playing the drums as they're fighting? How do you not have like a big entrance like that that was my thing like i thought at least for the entrance apollo would have maybe i don't know maybe the 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 african studies program at the university of south florida is lacking maybe they don't have a bunch of people there who know how to like at, at a moment's notice get a bunch of guys in here who look the part who can actually play those drums and have them do it i i don't know i don't they, they threw this thing together at the last minute but i was thinking what they were going to do is have those type of guys around the ring playing a beat the whole thing like, would make it so intense like something as opposed to you know the miracle on 34th street fight and somebody brings up if or asks if we'll get a daba kato apollo tag team I, I i think right now since they're doing aj and omos as you mentioned i don't think they'll lean into that but you never know yeah i mean they, they brought the riot squad up and uh the the page mandy yep what yeah. were they called at the same time? Uh, absolution. Absolution. Yep. Yeah, that was an absolutely terrible idea. <laughs> Rafael Garcia, he says. If they did that, they would have had Hogan playing lead <laughs> drum. Well, he was. Uh, he's a great musician. He turned down Metallica, you know. Now. Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm pretty sure that one of the guys from Metallica was like, the fuck? <laughs> well, a few years ago in an interview. Oh, that one popped me. That one popped me really good. Uh, I'll tell you what did not pop me. Mm. Bailey interrupts Hogan and Titus, and the crowd loves Bailey. She's hilarious. And she's not interrupted by Charlotte, even, not Rhonda, not John Cena, not Becky Lynch. It's the Bella Twins. And I like the Bella Twins. I specifically like Nikki's in ring work. There's one of the best forearms I've ever seen. But you know what? This was not the spot. Bailey did her best. She said, John Cena's not here tonight and got mm. punched. The crowd hated it. Our audience hated it. Williams says they underestimated how over Bailey was. TMK says they effed over Bailey. Eloquent says, why did WWE think they, that we would boo Bailey? Matt's, or actually, um, Zach Barber had, had sent a chat about that as well. Like, uh, he said, I'm not going to lie, smiled when the Bellas got booed. Like, this was a bad idea. Because they underestimated the fact that people actually worked their ass off during this pandemic. And instead of just, you know, letting them go, they should have rewarded somebody like Bailey, who carried the first part of the pandemic along with Sasha Banks. And on another note, I do not like the whole John's not here tonight. That's that's a weak note to play back on because yeah. they both moved on in their lives and it just makes the company look tone deaf to their own yes. performers' lives. And it's just it just was a miss all around. And they all deserve better. Uh Bailey, the Bellas, Titus, Hogan was there, whatever. But you know, they all deserve better. Rob Reed asks, Does Vince really think the Bellas were on the same level of Becky and Rhonda? I don't get it. So I, I think Becky's wonderful. Becky is incredible. Becky is great. 
Becky put some unrealistic expectations into some people's minds with that. Yeah. Like the rumble, it was funny. Her fans are going to say, ha ha, she trolled, she got you. If I were WWE, I would have said, please don't do that. Please don't. And well, it's less, it's less what Becky did. And there was a report going around that, hey, they want to do this Bailey thing to get Becky on the show. And then they did want want to do it. Well, of course they they would want to. I would want Becky at the show too. But it was just, uh, just a total mess all around. (laughs) Kate Hensler even says, Nikki couldn't even dance because Hogan was holding her arm. Mm-hmm. He screws up everything. He really does. Hogan he's- has two false hips, and he's yeah. trying to move with the Bella Twins. It's like, read the room, Hogan. I know that's not his strong point, but he should have done it there because, by God, it just ruins everything. We have a lot of super chats about this. Anakin says that the crowd is rightfully booing this. Um, oh, gosh. Nurguru says, suck not having Becky come back. I can't imagine that was the, the original plan. If she's back tomorrow for the ratings, woof. Well, if she is back for the ratings tomorrow. At least she's back. That's, that's what I'll yeah. say. That's, that's, they, they could have used it tonight. And Zach's disappointed by the lack of Becky. Uh, they, they underestimated how over Bailey was. Where do we go with Bailey and Charlotte? What about Becky? Charlotte was cleared and she wasn't on this show. She is a big star for them mm-hmm. and they shouldn't rely on part-timers and surprises and celebrities to the level that they had, but it's WrestleMania and it's okay to have a couple on there. They went like they, they didn't wean off of it. They went cold freaking Turkey mm-hmm. on it over the last few years. There mm-hmm. was no Goldberg. There was no Brock Lesnar. Fine. No triple H. Great. When there's no Becky, there's no Rhonda, there's no Cena. Well, I mean, we know all those people can still go and have something to contribute, Alex. Uh, Raul says, jobbing out Hall of Famers or to Hall of Famers doesn't put you over. No, it doesn't. No. This I mean- was bad. And uh, as as somebody said, Jose sent a great super chat and said, "This is a, the Bells were a victim of WWE not reading the room. They should have heard that pop last night. That, that Bailey got and said, nah, we're not doing that. Well, I think that they underestimate, like, they're like, oh, Bailey's a heel. They'll like to watch people her get her comeuppance. Like, like, I think what we appreciate, what most fans appreciate, is how hard Bailey worked this entire time. We were watching t- on TV and she was doing everything to make stuff great when there were no people in the arena, no Thunderdome, nothing. She was t- doing her damnedest to make everything work, and she was so entertaining. We wanted her to get her just des- just desserts for that, not for her being a heel and getting heat. That's no, 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 no. Especially not with the Bellas coming out there and, and doing a, a week like slap and then tossing her down the ramp. It, it didn't work at all. <sighs> Game Jack says Bailey gets beat down by the Bellas instead of a match. The disrespect. Only people not disrespecting her was the crowd and the pyro team. I, she could have just hosted. It would have been perfect. She is a host. Yeah. For the love of God. Yep. Anakin says, Bailey should have done a dig at Brie over Daniel Bryan. That would have been better. Yeah. Or or just like, hey, you know, you're in the Hall of Fame. Go away now. Just anything but, well, we got to mention John. Uh, just, it, yeah. Again, a miss for me. But I'll also say that, they got a lot of things right with the babyface and heel. Surprisingly, the fans did go with a lot of what they wanted. Yes. 
but Bailey is a different story. And I even said with the Bellas, they were right to be inducted in front of nobody because I thought the fans would have gotten too disrespectful over the John stuff. As this fella is saying he hates the Bellas, everything about them, hates like they act like those divas are wrestling legends. Working yourself into a shoot, pal. They opened up a whole lot of people in a demographic WWE very badly needed. When I would teach kickboxing, I had so many people. Even my barber was asking about Nikki Bella. But no, legitimately, Total Divas, I I knew people that, that knew who Jey Uso was or Jimmy Uso was, but didn't know who a lot of stars were. They they helped a lot of a lot of that stuff. Uh, Brandon Campbell says Bellas are like the Kardashians. They'll get a lot of praise, but they don't really do much at no, all. No, pal, they're like the Kardashians nope. in that they got a lot more money than we will ever see. Yep. Uh, Nikki worked really goddamn hard and got good in the ring. That's it. Like there's you all. I mean, maybe maybe people have forgotten that Nikki got good in the ring, and when Brie kind of scaled it back, Brie. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend Brie was good in the ring. But Nikki was. Nikki got there eventually. Uh, Jose says they they themselves chained Bailey from vicious to entertaining heel. Yeah. Yep. WrestleMania, the colossal tussle. <laughs> says, hey, Heath also jobbed a Hall of Famers and became an inaugural champion four years later. Look at the bright side. What's with all this cynicism? Well, I, I just want to bring wait, that wait, up. Wait, wait, wait. Here's what's with all cynicism. Your four years later comment. Like yeah. the 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 second one, the four years later thing had nothing to do with the fact that he jobbed out to Hall of Famers four years later. It took him four years to get to that point where he He's could be sarcastic. an inaugural champion. He was. And I just want to say, you know, did you know that WrestleMania was named by Hulk Hogan after Hulkamania? Oh. Bezos says, "Hey Bailey, thanks to you, Sasha, Oscar, and Drew carrying us on your back last year. Here's your reward: beat down by the Bellas. Thank God the crowd booed hard. Now my fear is that Vince will try to turn her babyface as a result. Mm. Uh, not mm. what I want. Not what I want. Uh, Michael says the feeling when Sting had an entrance more on theme with a Nigerian jump fight than anything we saw tonight. Uh, sad, sad, but true." Uh, Christian says, Eric and Ivar on the stage last night. Return Monday? I don't know, but they were has to be there in their gear. Uh, Eric returned on SmackDown, though. He was right. in the, the Battle Royal. Nerd Guru says, couldn't have given Bailey a bigger slap in the face. She could have been in a segment with Becky, a friend of hers even. But instead, Bella's F at. Let me tell you, if they had the opportunity to book Becky and mm-hmm. didn't, right. that's terrible. Yeah. Adrian, thank you for the super chat. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to make sure that I didn't miss anything from, from this specifically. Uh, we still got a few about Bailey, um, but uh, it's, it it was a disappointment. It was a disappointment. I I think a lot of the fact was it was that, um, it was, it didn't feel like it was, uh, Bailey's a heel. And so, you know, we're, we're, we don't like her because we're all baby faces, even Hogan. It felt like it was dismissive. Like yeah. everybody hates you, Bailey, because you're bad at your job. That's what that's what the the tenor was of it. Like like having not only Nikki and Bailey, ba- uh, um, Nikki and Bree say "ding dong goodbye," but like <sighs> Titus repeat it "ding dong goodbye." Like it's just, like no, she's great. She's great at what she does. Have some yeah. respect for that at least. Andrew says, "Problem: They want everyone on the show when they don't need to. I'd prefer a one three hour three and a half. I like two nights, and they didn't get everybody on the show." 
So I, I don't necessarily agree with that. There were lots of people off the show tonight. Lots of really good people that weren't on the show tonight. Hurt Business, the former Hurt Business. Uh, yeah. Bailey wasn't on the show. Charlotte wasn't on the show. Um, there, Jeff Hardy and Nakamura weren't on the show. Like There were, there were a lot of people. A whole lot of people. Uh, and Rob Reed says people forget how good Nikki's forearm looked. That was a great finisher. It wasn't even her finish for a long time. Uh-huh. She set it up. And Nathan says... I feel they feel uh, Bailey needed to be taken out. It had to be to, to establish someone as a threat. Peyton Royce as an example. Now, Bailey is on a level well beyond that. And you know what? If you want to get your breakfast game on a level beyond that, magicspoon.com slash Fightful's here to help. Guys, I have been running on fumes this week, but I've also been running on protein. I've been running on some healthy cereal. Keeping keep my energy levels where they need to be, not, not eating ridiculous stuff. You want to cut down on carbs, sugar, and unhealthy food, Magic Spoon has you covered. Zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, and only 140 calories per serving. So when you get that serving, not only does it fill you up, but you're not like stuffed to the point where you're regretting it or anything like that. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, GMO-free, and low carb. You can build your own box with their awesome flavors, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, cinnamon, cocoa. I keep mentioning I like to mix the cocoa and the peanut butter together, make like a peanut butter cup flavor. Very, very awesome. Go to magicspoon.com slash Fightful and grab your own custom box, and you'll save $5 off your order when you use that code Fightful. This is now available in Canada but only when you use our code at checkout. They're so confident in their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. I love this because it lasts a lot longer than regular cereal for me. It, it's a more it's a more uh, efficient cereal for me. And I uh, lo- love those nutrition facts on the back. It makes me not feel like sad that I'm eating that cereal. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. We are headed down the home stretch, guys. Drew Lytle says, hoping that Molly Holly would come out and confront Bailey. Imagine the the past top tier heel confronting the future heel. I just don't know if this audience was educated enough mm-hmm. about Molly Holly as a heel. They know her as really, really nice lady mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Reb DeBose says Sasha and Bailey is the two woman power trip was awesome, but I look for Naomi to join the hurt business. I hope she does. I think that would be really good. It's better than what they've been doing with her. Yeah. This uh, women's title match, I didn't like it. I, it was slow paced. I liked that Rhea won. I think they have to retcon a lot of what they've done the last year, and that ain't Oscar's fault. So before you guys bury me on the internet, it ain't Oscar's fault. But the last match that she had for the title that wasn't a DQ or no contest was in October. And who was it against? Like Lana. And then before that, it was Zelina. Yeah. Nerd Guru says, here's a stat for you. It's the first time in nearly two years that a horsewoman or Asuka isn't a main roster women's champion. And they needed it. They needed fresh blood. But this was slow and plotting. And it wasn't the type of match that I think that they needed coming off the booking that Asuka had. And then, poof, Rhea wins out of nowhere, Alex. Yeah. But I'm glad Rhea won. I'm Listen, I'm glad Rhea won. Like, that's the right choice. It's the choice I wanted. But what a weird way to get there. 
Like it was just, it was slow and, and plodding and it, like some certain things like seemed to work, but there were few and far between. Um, but the one, th- I guess the one thing it does kind of establish is the riptide is a one hitter quitter. Like yeah, that, like out of, out of, <laughs> like seriously, it, it, out of nowhere, it pins Oscar, who's been the champion since, you know, after money in the bank. Like, I know she hasn't had a lot of <laughs> title defenses, but she's been the champion forever. She's, she's tough, but she got hit with one riptide. She was down for the count out of nowhere. Now, maybe they can actually establish that because otherwise it feels like they were like, well, this match is, is too long. We're going to cut three minutes out of it. Cause it didn't feel like it, it was, there was no build up to it. It was just out of nowhere. Again, I'm so happy that Rhea won. She's a she's a star. As she walked down to the ring, you could tell this this woman is a star. They just didn't give her the star treatment in the way the match was laid out, which was weird after last night when they did give Bianca the star treatment in the way her match was laid out, and she became a star in that in that victory. Robert, any thoughts on this? This was the right decision. They had an uphill battle. They were fighting a crappy night. They couldn't follow Bianca and Sasha, even with the 24-hour overlay. Uh, Ripley's a heel now, which means they're just setting her up for Charlotte, which blows. But I like that the right person won. And Ash Costello was there. Wasn't a stellar performance. It was bad. Wasn't as bad as Drowning Pool doing Triple H in 2002, but it was, it's out there, one of the not so great ones. We have some super chats, I believe, that got addressed. JK Schwal says, SRS, do you also hear this is my brutality? Korea's theme song. That is the name of a of a chat oh. member on Wrestle Talk. And yes, unfortunately, I do think that because when that was read, I was like, oh god damn. Uh Joseph Snark says, I think Asuka got injured during the match. Something wasn't right with her. I that was not why the match was not good. It was a slow-paced match. It should not have happened like that. Nope. And Rob Reed says it reminded him of AJ Nakamura. On paper, it should have been amazing, but it was lacking something. Yeah, I think that's a great comparison. Yeah, I think that is too. Because when you look at the stuff that that Rhea did in her most recent run in NXT, um, she was laid out as a badass babyface. Like she was, it was a tweener, but like she didn't care who she beat up. Like that was that was her thing. Since she's been up on Raw, it's been so like obviously black and white. Like well. Uh, Oscar, I'm challenging you on my first night on Raw, and I'm confident. I'm super confident. Look how confident I am. And there's been no levels to her at all. And she has really, she can be funny and she can be biting and cutting, but there's none of that. She's just this this brute. And I don't don't think it it works to build the champion in that way. Rob thought that the match was going to pick up after the apron spot. Me too. It did briefly. Yeah, It did briefly. And uh, we, we have some some interesting facts. Andrew Paul says, if you don't count Rhea, the only face that won on night two was Kevin Owens. Yep. Wow. Yeah. And, and Rhea, shouldn't, Rhea shouldn't be counted the way they've been booking her. No. The bean kicked in says it was missing a story. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yes. The reality is, in their world, this would have been Charlotte defeats Lacey Evans. Yes. Yeah. That, so, was the, that was plan A. This yeah, is like and plan, plan B, B was Charlotte best. beats Asuka as yeah. a baby face. Yes. yes. Nathan says, have been watching Rhea since she was in Riot City Wrestling in South Australia. The moment she was holding that belt up, looking at the camera, made me emotional. A star is born. Give it, give it a day. 
give it a yeah. day and they'll find a way. That's that's mm. Nerd Guru says the match being lackluster would have been forgiven if they had Becky come out and get in Rhea's face and say, see you at SummerSlam. I, I don't like that. I don't like saying, see you at SummerSlam. See you in four months. Because then it's like, why would I care about anything that Rhea does in the meantime? Well, you don't need to say Summer SummerSlam, but yes. but Becky coming back, yeah, Becky coming back and saying, "Congrats, champ! I'll be having that back soon." Like and, that's and, you know, and saying "see you soon" is a good way to add some intrigue to Rhea. She's getting mm-hmm. paranoid. When will she be back? Right. When right. will she pop up? That's sure. what they should have done with Seth Rollins in the title when. Lesnar had money in the bank years ago. Yeah. That's what turns him heel. He goes so crazy waiting on that freak with the briefcase that he, yeah. he's got to enlist friends. Uh, Jose Flores says, match not good. This podcast good. Well, thank you. Thank you. T.S. Genki won, uh, wanted Asuka to win. She hasn't felt important in ages despite being the champion. <sighs> she's she's felt like uh, not. This, is, this isn't her fault. But it's they not have not given they have not given her anything to do in months, and she's, that's bad, man. That's bad. She's felt important because she's always involved in a title program, but, but not it's for been this bad. title for the tag titles. Yeah, and like that's not like you have other women put them into tag programs. You have the Raw Women's Champion, as we say, hasn't had an honest to god match for that title since and, since October. I like what our friend Aaron says. Make her a tough, dominant champ. Don't botch. That's how she gets over. She kicks the shit out of people. Yes. She's not like struggling to get out of chin locks and let's make some jokes or 50-50ing people or cheating or being afraid of people. Anakin feels bad that she got the entrance that was flat. It was flat. Really bad. It was. Uh, Nathan says, I know we're saying no returns on debut, but Tessa to confront Rhea. Never. Nope. Nope. Nope, she's got some stuff to do. Well, I think we're finally here. I think we're at the main event. And let me tell you, we got a lot of super chats for this. Uh, There are some people that want Cesaro to win Money in the Bank or dethrone Roman. I think we're more likely to see a Big E doing that. Mm -hmm. But uh, we'll address those. The uh, WWE Universal title match. Get in your super chats. Please leave us a thumbs up if you're watching. It would help us a lot. This was a fun match. I thought we might see a Jimmy Uso appearance here. I thought they would like send Jay Uso packing, be like, you're banned from ringside. And then Jimmy comes out and helps. <laughs> but that would have been funny. That would have been good. But this heavily relies on weapons. Daniel Bryan got powerbombed through a, a table. There were an execution on the stairs. There was a lot of stuff outside. Concertos on Daniel Bryan concertos on edge i think my favorite spot of this was the double submission and then Mm -hmm. edge and brian headbutting each other this was a lot of fun um it was a a main event quality match for sure i thought spears all around and roman reigns just flat out pinned both dude he was head of the table Mm -hmm. now uh, by the way, guys, if it's about this match, we have not missed your super chat. Let me reiterate. We're getting to them. Brian got a good reaction. Edge got a crazy reaction. And Roman Reigns got booed just how they wanted to. Yeah. This is a working project, Alex Palowski. Roman Reigns as a heel is yeah. working very well. Yeah, that, that that is true. And this the uh, the Roman Reigns getting booed. 
Um, and I think that a major turning point of the match doesn't work unless he's getting booed. Like him yeah. putting Brian through the table and then talking to the fans, that's what's up. You know, what do you have to say about that? And him being distracted by the fans allows him to get speared off the steps by Edge. If those fans are cheering him, I don't think that this that moment works as well as it did. And if Terry says, great decision to keep the title on Roman. Robert, I'm inclined to, do, to agree. He is a megastar. He feels like a big deal. It, yeah. It was a great move. It almost seems like it's still the only move you could have done. I just think especially with Ed in the 10 years to the day, it seemed like a moment that he should have won. And I don't think Roman is the guy they should have put him up against because McIntyre could have taken that L. He did anyway. I, I pitched a great storyline where, where they could have, Edge could have turned during the match and become the crazy the crazy Edge. Um, that, that could have happened during this match too. Because if you notice, when he came out, the crowd was not was not on board with rated R superstar, super heel, psychotic edge. They still wanted to cheer him because they felt like they didn't have the shot to do it at last year's Mania. That was built up to like have big edge versus Randy Orton in front of everybody. They didn't have a chance to cheer him then. They're damn well going to cheer him tonight. And if they had turned him psychotic in the match tonight... That would have been a, even a bitter, bigger story to add Brian to the match, which seemed like just to take the pinfall for somebody. That's what it seemed like to me. It was a great, it was a great storyline otherwise, but that was the main reason. Um, and also to have Edge fully turn heel before the match as opposed to during the match. I feel like they were they may have misread that part of it, but overall the, the match was was booked so well. The, the, my favorite, I think, my favorite part of all of it was um, the different reactions to Roman entering from Daniel Bryan, who's like hopping around, getting in some shadow box works with a smile on his face, and Edge in the corner in the turnbuckle, looking at the floor with his eyes just wild and crazy. So like, it was perfectly told, told that story. Were you surprised he got booed? I was a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought maybe he'll get a positive reaction, but this is working how they want it to work. And I like that. And Alex, I don't think you take out a guy while when he's throwing a perfect game, keep no. the title on him. Let, let it rock. Um, David says it was phenomenal. I had no idea who was going to win on the edge of my seat. I, I thought it was edge or, or reigns. Yeah. And as Jose said, stack them fools. I loved it. I mean, there you could Edge might come back and say, "Oh well, I I want another shot. I want another shot." Well, I would rather Roman say, "Tough shit." Yeah, of course. No, the, I I agree to that as well. But I did I did appreciate the the moment where Edge was able to spear Brian and then spear Reigns and had the perfect spot for it, and and Brian pulling the the ref out, and of course they get it to go perfectly legal in this match, perfectly legal. Uh, and then Nate, little Nate, Charles Robinson, giving a little, well, I guess it's perfectly legal. He has a little, little, little shrug of his shoulders before he goes back in like, well, yeah. what can you do? Um, but Edge, like absolutely losing his mind in that moment that he got. It, it was exactly the thing he feared. He had a shot to pin the guy, and then the third guy got involved. That was it. Stopped it. It was exactly, it was the story that they wanted to tell with Edge. Now, I think you can easily do. Edge versus Brian, where Edge just completely goes off on him because you cost me what was rightfully mine. And then you can move Roman on to probably a couple of transitional stuff. But I think the big thing is Big E 
booked properly with oh. a lot of wins going on versus Roman at SummerSlam. Let me roll these super chats in. There's there's three of them that I think go well together. TMK says, what's next for Roman? Uh, Fernando Cruz says, can we get a Cesaro-Roman program? I think we could see that short term. And then Nicholas says, who do you see Roman dropping the title to? Edge or someone completely different? I'll say it the same way that I say Walter. I don't know yet. You got to wait for that person to come along, Robert. You have to wait for the right person to show up and be like, okay, I think we're going to take the title off of Walter. You don't just plan to manufacture somebody to take it off of the best you got right there. Right. And realistically, even if it's waiting the year for rock, if that's the best you got, then run with that. I do think there is a story where you book Biggie in that role. I think part of that role should actually be Biggie getting his last name back because he continues to put forth such a passionate plea for this every week on his podcast. And I think they can easily add that into the story. In the interim, I definitely see Cesaro gets the shot at WrestleMania Backlash. I think Edge fights Brian, takes out Brian, and then either Cesaro or Kevin Owens comes to the aid of Daniel Bryan. And then you've got uh, Edge's next rivalry beyond Daniel Bryan. But he has to go after Bryan for costing him what he waited 10 years for. We have some conflicting thoughts on this. Anakin says it feels like a waste of a rumble win. Nerd Guru says Roman crushing their dreams uh, was top-tier stuff. Anakin says notice Roman was under the ropes for the pin. It was a non-DQ match, not a false count anywhere. Bet they use that as an excuse to run it back. Mm. Um, I, I don't think so. I don't think it was a waste of a rumble win. You can't always win it off the rumble. Uh, I thought this was was really, really great. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, the, the, the things that I, I I would say we can, we can book towards because yeah, we may not know necessarily, but you can, we got what we got right now. Let's see. Mm -hmm. Where do we go from here? Um, the thing you can book towards, uh, is Cesaro dethroning Apollo and we can run back Cesaro versus Seth Rollins at SummerSlam for the IC title. I think you could do that. If as long as they don't have any more matches between now and then, I wouldn't mind seeing that again with a belt on the line. And you could book towards Big E versus Roman at SummerSlam, uh, where both Usos are back and on Roman's side. And who comes to the aid of Big E during that match at ringside but the New Day? Because it's SummerSlam, baby. And they'd be there to back him up if he was was going to actually take the title. Anthony says he's over the Jay Uso interferences. Me too, man. I I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to move on. Uh, a lot of people just raining praise on him. Fernando Cruz says... I don't mind him holding on to the title for another year or so. He's unstoppable. Uh, and Nerd Guru says, acknowledge him. I want. I just wanted to be the right person. That's it. The right person. Um, the uh, We got somebody sapling says, my favorite spot of the night was Heyman telling Edge to break up the yes lock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that too. Uh, the gear. Lots of white gear tonight. Vince supposedly hates it. I think it looks big time. I think it looks superstar level, Robert. Yeah, it looked great. Uh, Orton and Edge were matching. I think this is the first time Orton's ever worn white gear. I legitimately thought with all, with all the Fiend stuff that we might see somebody crap their pants. Um, I thought gear looked great. Uh, Edge looked phenomenal. Got a bigger pop than I would have imagined because I thought a lot of people were really over the legend returning thing. But he got the reaction that he deserved, and I was so happy for him. 
We have a lot of where do they go here things. Also, Brody says donating to acknowledge our tribal chief. Matt Scale says, what do you think's next for Roman? Edge and Brian at Backlash? Edge and Brian would make a whole lot of sense. Yes. That would be good. I would like for them to go Cesaro Roman right after this. Give Cesaro his title match that everybody wants. He's going to lose it. No big deal. But do Edge and Brian as well. Um, Nathan says, what direction would you have Edge go? I'd want him to blame everything on Daniel Bryan again. Mm -hmm. I think that makes an awful lot of sense. Uh, Should Edge win the uh, title back before he retires on his own terms? And we can now get Edge versus Daniel and Edge versus Roman. Robert, I, I agree with all that. Yeah, Edge should definitely win the title back. There is easy promo work you can do here where Edge just starts blaming Daniel Bryan and says, you know, you think that you're great because you had a comeback story. Fact is, if I never left, that spot would have never been there for you. There's just easy work to be done here with these two. I want to shout out uh, Busted Wide Open on Twitch for uh, rating our Twitch stream right now. We are simulcasting on Twitch dot tv slash fightful gaming we don't usually do that but i thought special circumstances for this uh please check out all the great content there josh uh, baker says has Heyman reigns not a prediction but a spoiler ever been incorrect <laughs> was so glad they followed through on stacking them and uh jj lee said stacked them like jenga i don't know i would have to go back and look at that and see well, if, I mean, if it's, it's never happened, it's, it certainly has never happened when Heyman's within Reigns because Reigns has never lost. So there you go. Again, shout out to our friends at Busted Wide Open. Show them some love. We really appreciate you guys doing that. Uh, looking to grow that, grow our Twitch as much we can. TMK says, "When do we get Rollins versus Rollins?" Well, Alex, hopefully after Rollins gets some wins. Yeah, Rollins has to get some wins, and then they have to. I, 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 I they haven't come into contact with each other at all since Rollins has been back. I think on purpose, because it's hard to like, how do you write that interaction? Like they've been mortal enemies forever. We've never seen Rollins and Roman both be heels at the same time. Like, it'll be very interesting to see if they ever actually do that. Yeah. Um, Ralph the Aces love the way they're booking Roman. Some fans forget Cena was an unbeatable for a big chunk of his run. Uh, need to build a monster. Roman's on fire. I think what they're doing with Roman is significantly more creatively satisfying than anything they did with John Cena right. post like 2005. Because right. after yeah. that, I, I was just like, oh, Jesus. Okay. Same thing over and over again. It was, and I think led to a lot of the decline in which we see today was that booking and the refusal to embrace something that John Cena himself was on board with, freshening up his character. And turning heel. Yep. Uh, Jose Flores mentioned the ladies at the venue were going crazy. Bit over Roman. Uh, Bid Moon says Roman cleared the trash off his table, and he should say that. He should say yeah. that. Yeah, like, he really he, should. That would be fantastic. Rob Reed says, "Is Daniel Bryan trying to get post concussion syndrome again? Flying headbutt. I, I don't like it. He's got, he's got, he's got elbows, knees, arms, other stuff he can use. Yeah. Right." Yep. Yeah. Phil Real to me says it's night to 4.30 a.m. in the UK. Buddy, it is probably 6.30 there now. Uh, how can we sleep after that main event? Well, helixsleep.com slash Fightful is how I'm going to sleep tonight. That's for damn sure. But I appreciate Stupid it. memory foam. Yeah. 
Yeah. Frank says, I don't know a lot of other fans IRL. You guys feel like my wrestling family that I share this fandom with. Thanks for everything, guys. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, on my the pay-per-view nights, I do the Fightful Select, the, the live discussions and live blogs. I love just chatting with you guys during that show. And these post shows, like, there have been times I'm like, ah, do, should I just do a different job? And I was like, you know what I'd do? I'd come home and I'd review wrestling and talk shit on the internet. So, man. Hey, uh, DJ Brian C., as we have mentioned 332 times, please tell us what the Super Chat is. Not that we missed it. Um, please send it. Is it Stone Cold with Jericho is better than Night 2? Because we're not done talking about Reigns and <laughs> uh, this match yet. So we'll, we'll we'll get there. Do you think Cesaro needs m- new music? I think a lot of people need yeah, new music. Yeah, a lot of them do. It, this is the but, worst era of music we've ever seen, guys. But not new music made by the people who have made the recently new music. We should have bring back other people who've done it before or get new people who can do it good because the new music they used like takeover was bad new music. And I I don't, I mean the Jericho thing, is it better than night two? The first 15 minutes of it is, and then it goes into playing the greatest hits again. Yeah. Yeah. JJ Lee says, even with night two being lesser, the two nights is the way to go. Easier watches. I went home happy each night with killer main events. So for me, when I had planned to go to WrestleMania, I was going to fly back home the night of WrestleMania because I don't, I I don't have much of a purpose being at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. Like I'm here doing this live show. This is a big deal for us. So uh, the night, the two night thing, that would be a little bit more difficult because, uh, yeah, it would. I think they do some media stuff on Sunday. TMK says Big E winning Money in the Bank. Will it feel forced? I don't think Big E should win the title from Money in the Bank if he wins it either. No, I think straight up. This is the year that Money in the Bank, whomever wins it, it needs to be rehabbed on the men's side because it has just been treated like trash for the last three or four years. And people that are like, oh, it's played out. No, how they've booked it is played out. Yes. And Bryant says, I wish Roman would bring that new theme when he was talking about. I think they'll get you used to it before there's a live crowd again. That's mm-hmm. what they should do, I think. Harry and Riddler says, I love everyone thought the fact that the triple threat was to protect Roman, but he ended up pinning both of his opponents. That was yeah. a hell of a swerve. I thought yeah. that was a brilliant swerve, yeah. Alex. Yes, it, it certainly certainly was a swerve. Um, the, 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 yeah, the triple threat always seemed to me like, well, that's how they put the title on edge. Is that by having Edge pin Brian now? But um, also, it was like, oh, is it, is it going to? I also thought, well, if Roman wins, it'll protect Edge. But yes. no, Edge also got pinned, so nobody's protected. It's just the big dog doing big dog stuff. The only the only one thing about it that I don't love is the big dog doesn't win matches unless Jay Uso protects him, or unless he hits somebody in the balls. Those yeah. the, he doesn't win any matches unless he does that, and I feel like he should win one on his own merits. We're about a half dozen uh, Super Chats left, so if you want them, go ahead and get them in. Uh, Drew says, Braun to SmackDown and challenges Rain down the line. No, down please. The line. No. No, they, they, got some, they got some serious rehab to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, some serious rehab to do. Although, when that happens, it has to start with Braun randomly attacking Roman Reigns and said, saying, I'm, I'm still not, not finished, finished with you. Not finished with you after, when he throws him off of a, of a loading dock again. Yes. <laughs> Nathan says, do you think we'll see pay-per-views in front of a crowd or just now using the big four? I'd say they can't get access to open-air arenas that frequently. 
they can get access to open air arenas that frequently. Yes, they can, especially mm-hmm. in Florida where it's it's fucking bananas there. <laughs> They'll yeah. let them oh, do anything. I know, I know. And uh, I, my guess is by SummerSlam, we're back in arenas full time. What's your opinion on the CGI graphics? When when they're panning to the the ring, I like it. I don't like it at any other time. And no mania without Cena sucks. Yeah, that was that was. I was surprised. I was very surprised yeah. that that yeah. didn't happen. Yeah. Matthew says can't wait for Reginald and Mace to show up Friday as a part of Apollo's group with two gimmicks. Yikes. Chris Savon says sending my first fightful super chat in honor of watching WrestleMania on Peacock, an enjoyable one. It was a, a good two nights. What do I prefer? I prefer two nights. But if it's back to one night, I actually prefer Saturday. Way, way oh, more. Oh, yeah. That would be much better. And uh, uh, If it's back to one night, as long as they keep it a shade under six, please, not not close to seven or Jesus eight. You know what I mean? Like it just it was kept on creeping up and up and up. Two nights is better for me. But if it's one, please cut it down. We still have some rolling in, guys, so you have time. I know this was said to death that the Zoom cuts, camera shakes were at an all-time bad this weekend. The only time they weren't was Omos. They 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 did conventional stuff and made him look good. Yeah. 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 Rob Reed is surprised at how much AEW talked to Rose on that Broken Skull Sessions. I'm not. And I think it actually it affirms what Punk said. I think they just boxed AEW in the, oh, we'll talk about you because you're not on our level. Yeah. Uh, for everybody saying, oh, Vince really isn't worried. I'm like, guys, he offered Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder 850 grand each. So there, there was some level of concern there uh, about who was going where. Mark says, whoever wins Money in the Bank, have them announce they'll face whoever the Rumble doesn't. See, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like, there's a lot of things like stipulations that people throw like, oh, have it, have this person compete in a battle royal for a spot in money in the bank. I don't like an opportunity for an opportunity for an opportunity. I don't like that. 30th in the rumble for the survivor series. I'm not, I'm not keen on that stuff either. Um, Chino Don. Thank you very much. Rob Reed says, Oh no, that was the same one. Nick says Roman winning was the right call. You don't like it. Good. It's what he wants. (laughs) And Zach Barber thinks it was the best opportunity to get the belt off Roman without beating him. You don't need the belt off Roman. He's the guy. He is right. now the they, guy. They don't. They don't. Edge is the only one right now that they have that is that possibly on that level that you might want to see have a title run, mainly because you know he never lost it kind of thing. They don't have anybody else right now that like you got to get the belt off Roman so you can put it on somebody else. Just getting the belt off him for no reason is not something to book toward. You got to have the guy to beat him. Um. Rob Wilkins says Pirate Hogan is the wish version of Jack Sparrow. <laughs> uh, Bezo Banks says, remember back at SummerSlam when Banks and Asuka had that insane match we all thought was what Asuka needed to reignite her new reign? They're lazy. That's what it comes down to. It's lazy. Yeah. And a big thank you to KJ, this badass super chat. And he says, thanks, Fightful, for all the coverage and shows. Overall, night two was not as good as night one, but I enjoyed it for what it was, even with terrible Peacock. Going to be really rough going back to the Thunderdome. Wish they'd try to mix some fans in. I wish they'd do the NXT method. Yeah. COVID test yeah. these people and and have some fans there in a safe manner. Uh, KJ, thank you so much for that big super chat. 
And DJ Brian C. wraps us up and says, RVD Rolling Papers was not on my bingo card. No, not on mine either. Guys, we went almost two hours tonight, or as Alex likes to say, Tuesday. A normal normal Tuesday. Yes. (laughs) Thank you all so much. Robert, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at DudeFelice. Check out everything we've got going on at Fightful.com. Lots of great articles coming. Check out my interview with Gregory Iron on this very YouTube channel. Just keep checking out everything because wrestling ain't stopping and neither are we. Guys, I know some of you are asking, where's the WWE AEW interviews? I'm working on it. Every single week, I ask those companies for those interviews. But I got one with Dan Housen coming up this week as well. Uh, I will keep asking for you guys because I want that content. Anakin says, please tell Pearl, Lana, and Naomi aren't winning the tag titles tomorrow. They are not winning the tag titles tomorrow. Uh, sorry, Joe. The way they book, maybe. Yeah, it's anything's possible. Alex, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me uh, on Twitter at Alex Sourgraps. I uh, I'm gonna this Tuesday for the first time ever. It'll be the post NXT show with your boy, uh, and then uh, it'll after that it'll be my raw review on Sourgraps on FIFA Select. Uh, just a, a tidy three hours of podcasts every Tuesday because I hate myself and also uh on on uh on on saturday i review uh smackdown on on five select it's usually shorter so like an hour 20 guys thank you all so much i can't say enough about how much you all supported us this weekend when you guys send a super chat that helps when you subscribe to fightfulselect.com that allows me to go out and talk to more people and get more scoops and get more wrestling news and do all that stuff. We are a website that operates at cost. We're not like running this and making a ton of money off of it. It's run run at cost. If it makes a dime, Jimmy looks for ways to reinvest that dime. Thank you all so much. Tune into our Wednesday news show. We're going to be wrapping all this up. Come back for raw after mania until next time, guys, we're out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.